haven't entirely nailed down what element it is yet, but I'll tell you this, it's a lively one. Let's give your parents a call right now. Welcome to episode number 54 of Gaming with the Moms. My name is Nicole Tanner. I am managing editor at Pixelkin.org and the mother of a four-year-old. I am joined by fellow mom and publisher of Pixelkin, Linda Brenneman. Hi. Now, so nice to have you back this week. Oh, we haven't talked to you in a couple weeks. Yeah, <laughs> you guys were doing great without me. I was uh, listening and laughing. And <laughs> Stephen, Stephen, you got a haircut. I did. We, I, it was That's under good. orders, strict orders. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so we're joined as always by uh, our dad, Stephen Dutzman, who is editor and founder of Engage Family Gaming and the father of three. And I'm assuming your wife gave you those orders? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Not yes. a child. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> they don't, yes. children don't give orders. The general does. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Nice. Nice. Um, so, so we have a pet snail now in my home. Oh, uh, I saw the pet snail. It's so cute. Yeah, she um, it was like it was like a week ago, maybe a couple weeks ago. Um, it was raining. We have a ton of snails that come out whenever it rains, like right on our walk leading up to our house. And so she's always like into the snails, and like I taught her. She always wants to pick them up, and I'm like, no, 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 you you can't pick them up. I'm like, if you keep your hand really still. And then maybe they will crawl up on top of it. But that's all you can do. You can't just pick up the shell and look <laughs> at it because you're scaring them. So she did that. She did it really well. There was a, an agreeable snail that was crawling over her hand. It was crawling over my hand. And so we're like, hey, you know, a snail, that's it's a good first, like a test pet because she has asked for fish. But we have been reluctant because of her, the possibility of her knocking over a tank by trying to move it or whatnot, which my fears have been <laughs> were right because she moved the snail <laughs> habitat <laughs> when I told her not to. So, um, but yes, yeah, so that was fun. We went to Petco. We picked out a bunch of stuff. And uh, as of yet, the snail just like hanging on the ceiling. <laughs> so <laughs> it's not really into the rest of it yet, but hopefully, hopefully that will change. Um, so did you acquire said snail at Petco? No, no, we acquired said snail from outside our house when it was raining. So you have oh. a wild snail. It is a wild snail. That is correct. And I've heard <sighs> that they're, they're very social, so we're waiting for it to rain again so that we can find a buddy for our snail. Maybe that's why he's he or she, I, I don't know how to tell the difference when it comes to snails, is just hanging out on top of the roof of his enclosure. So What does a snail eat? They eat fruits and veggies. Although you should stay really? away from citrus fruits. Yes. Hmm. I did lots of Googling on you that. You did some internets. All right. You found yes. on the internets. Yes. I found on the internets how to, how to take care of snails and what kind of enclosure to keep them in. And we probably went a little nuts, but that's okay. It was funny at Petco. Anna's like, I want this. I want this. I want this. I'm like, honey, we have a small box. <laughs> Not all of this stuff is going to fit in this box. And I, I even took it out of the cart and showed her. I'm like, look. Stuff has to fit in this box. And she still didn't quite get it. Hmm. Well, I mean, she's four. She is four. But she picked out like fish things. Like she has these multicolored like plastic diamond type things. She's like, I want jewel for the snail. (laughs) Well, that's not really their natural habitat. I don't think they come across brightly colored glass very often. 
And she also got um, a little ceramic Finding Dory character that she insisted on putting there. Also a fish, a fish accessory. So, but anyhow, snails apparently live like a long time, like seven years. Wow. I have no idea. I know. I figured they were like other insects. It was like, oh, he's going to stay around for like two weeks and that'll be the end of it. But no, seven years if they're taking care of properly. You made a seven year commitment. I did. <laughs> but at least, you know, it's not a huge commitment, you know. It's not like a cat or a dog or even a hamster or a gerbil. Every once in a while, we should just like make sure that the dirt is sort of fresh. But that's basically all there is to it. Yeah. And way better than a lizard. I have personal experience (laughs) (laughs) with lizards. They are hard. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, so video games. <laughs> Let's get going. Wait, b- before can, can I can I have my opportunity to interject? Yes. Um, just to, I just want to say one thing. This is a video game podcast, but um, they but I I talk about comic books a lot, so I just want to can I have can may I be allowed one minute to say bad things to Marvel about what they did to Captain America today? Can yes, I have okay. just one minute? Yes. I'm timing you, by the way, though. Can you, can you, um, I'll make sure to actually look at you in the window. That's fine. So for some reason, Marvel Comics decided that the one true and pure good guy in their entire arsenal, also known as Captain America, needed to be, needed to have been a Hydra sleeper agent for literally the entire time he existed, which is, no way, um, which, which, is so this is stupid for a number of reasons because if you are a hydra double agent you should not be able to i don't know lift thor's hammer by nature of the fact that you're supposed to be like honest and truthful and all that stuff and like if your entire life is a lie then that defeats that purpose but hey whatevs let's just get to the like the root of it which is captain america the hydra formed from nazi germany the Red Skull was a Nazi soldier, and Captain America was a superhero created by a cadre of Jewish comic book creators. And so they basically turned the creation of some Jewish comic book creators into a Nazi. So. Oh. Wow. I would. Um, so I my humble request, if any Marvel executives are here. <laughs> Uh, listening to me, and I'm going to shout this out on Engage uh, tomorrow. Um, seriously, bro, WTF? That's step. That's my first Satan sentence. And step two, you had better come up with a really good, like, counter pitch to this. Like, he's really a triple agent, and he's like really a super super secret. Like, I don't know, because they actually went on to eat. They spoke to Entertainment Weekly and confirmed that this is not a clone. This is not an alternate universe. This is legit Steve Rogers. And I'm like, there better be some long game here that I don't understand Mm. because. Wow. I mean, the Internet is really not pleased, which is shocking that there are people on the internet that are mad specifically nerds but this is one time where nerds are mad and i agree with them mm. um because this is just straight up nonsense okay that's all i have to say okay that was more than a minute but yes it was but you but minutes. you were engaging so i i, I read my audience i w- i was being nice it was two minutes and 23 seconds to be exact <laughs> so so yeah, so I gave you a little one there. So thank you, um, I appreciate I just, that. 
There is something hilarious on the internet right now, which if you watch the Conan O'Brien show, you have probably already seen. I'm going to come right out and say it. Absolutely not family friendly, so you may not want to show this to your kids or watch it when they're around. But on this week of Conan O'Brien, he does this this bit called Clueless Gamer, where he gets together with famous people and they attempt to play a game of some sort. I actually haven't seen very many of these. I, I saw one when he was playing, playing against... Um, Seth Rogen and Jonah Hill, and they were playing Mario Kart, and that one was pretty funny. But this week, he's playing with Peter Dinklage and Lena Headey from Game of Thrones, and they're playing Overwatch. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> it's very funny. It is. It's yeah. hilarious. Yes. So Spoilers, uh, Lena Headey and Conan O'Brien are very bad at Overwatch. <laughs> yes, yeah. Peter Dinklage is a little better, although he does fall off a building, which is, you know. Yeah. Yeah. But we really didn't, though. He didn't (laughs) fall off the building, though. That's an elevator. I I mean, this is the the issue is I know that map. That's an elevator that gets you to the top level. So he didn't fall off anything. That was just a bit. Like, okay, go like, but I, I let that slide because it was funny, but like legit, that's not a place where you can fall and die because it's an elevator. All right. Good. And even if you jump off the roof, you don't take that kind of fall damage. Good to know. Yeah. I like, I don't want to, I like Conan and Brian's joke there. He said it's a workplace accident. Right. Yeah. It was funny. I I mean, I don't want to take away too much from Peter Dinklage's skill, but honestly, like when he first started, his gun was pointing straight at Lena Headey's character. So all he had to do was fire. He didn't actually have to move or anything. So, you know, Uh, but anyhow, these 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 little segments are are hilarious. And Conan O'Brien is hilarious. um, So I encourage you to check these out. Um, the Jonah Hill, uh, Seth Rogen one was was really funny. I have to look at look for that one. That sounds good. Yeah, this is Mario Kart. That's a way simpler game yeah. to kind of pick up and play. Um, okay, so yeah, so other video game news, big big changes maybe coming to Xbox One. Uh, this is a story that kind of broke today, which is Wednesday. Multiple sites have been saying this. Polygon, Kotaku, The Verge, lots of people have said, we have sources that have said this. Microsoft hasn't confirmed anything as of yet, but apparently hmm. there is going to be a new Xbox, codenamed Scorpio, which will be four times more powerful than the current Xbox One, and also have 4K support. So, wow. we're not surprised. Obviously, uh, the sources also say that Microsoft Probably wasn't planning on announcing that this year, but thanks to Sony's Neo, which also has not been completely confirmed, but it's looking that way. They'll be announcing that at E3. So Microsoft kind of has to do this, uh, unfortunately. <laughs> so, um, But they're also going to be releasing a slim version of the Xbox One. It's going to be the current hardware, just looking more functional and pretty, I suppose. So, um, As opposed to a black brick. Yeah. Oh, or white, in my case. Aww. I I have a special one. Yeah. Because so. because you, because your husband works at three four three. Yes. Everybody that works on the Xbox One in the studios team got a special white Xbox One with a little um, placard on the front of it that says "Launch Team 2013." I made this. Cool. Which is pretty freaking cool. Yeah. So. So that's, that, but that, but that's his Xbox. Okay, technically it's his <laughs> Xbox. 
But it's just want to. I mean, I know it's half yours. It's half right. yours. Yeah, I mean, I I am on the other end of the whole dev team thing in that. As of currently, I have to become a single parent because my husband goes to England for work. So, like, he brought home some Halo Wars 2 t-shirts and that on the back say dev team. And someone made a comment at me once. I don't know who it was. It's like, you're not part of the dev team. I'm like, oh, hell yes, I am. (laughs) You have no idea that, you know, everybody's wives and families, they are part of the dev team. Yeah. Without a doubt. That is so true. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. All right. So I suppose that I'll let it slide. I'll oh, let it slide. Okay. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, apparently there's a new controller ish going to be announced at E3 as well. So E3 is looking to be a very, very cool, cool year this year. Uh, yeah. Console, console announcements go. Uh, uh, not announcing a console, but you know, hey, whatevs. Um, well, to so, be fair, Nintendo's already announced their console. They're, that is be, true. They, that is I mean, true. as we know, that's true. Yes, yeah, but I don't think we're going to get any more details on it, which is kind of upsetting. I think they're all Zelda all the time this year. Yep. Yeah, so. that's okay. That's okay. <laughs> That'll be good enough to blow just about everybody else out. Let's be honest. That's true. True. That's true. Sony and Microsoft have to big bring the big game. So, um, but yeah, the Xbox Slim is not a surprise at all because they, uh, you know, had the Xbox Xbox 360 Elite version which was a more svelte looking xbox 360 which um it's actually really cool the one year that i went to microsoft's press briefing they gave uh, 360 elites to everyone in the audience wow (laughs) so super cool i'm like of all the years i could have picked to go to that press briefing (laughs) i went to that one and it was was super cool yeah anyhow skylanders battlecast came out this week. Uh, Skylanders Battlecast is a collectible card game sort of in the vein of Hearthstone, which is not surprising because Activision owns Blizzard. So obviously they are t- going to take advantage of all that wonderful knowledge that brings in $2 million a month or something like that. Maybe it's $20 million. I don't even remember. It's a lot of money. Um, so, so yeah. Stephen, have you, have you checked this thing out? Or do you know anything about um, it? I can't find any of the cards. I actually went oh, out really? yesterday and this afternoon looking for the cards. I can't even find the displays. I'm, I looked, is it with the magic cards? They're not. Are they with the games? They're not. Are they with the Skylanders themselves? They're not. I think they huh. just haven't hit the East Coast yet because um, I wanted to buy the battle pack and just give it a shot because why not? Um, mm. You know, but no, I, I, I really have no idea. So, no, I haven't tried it yet because I was going to. I uh, was gonna. I, I was gonna buy the cards, and I can't. It's weird. I can't find them. Um, did you the? But it, I mean, it looks cool. I read uh, your. I read your boys' article on onepixelkin.org, and I. I mean, it looks it like Skylanders cool. take on Hearthstone. I mean, yeah. Whatevs. I mean, it sounds cool. I mean, it, yeah. it's not gonna be Hearthstone, right? But. I don't think it needs to be. I mean, if it if it ends up being like an Age of Conan to, um, you know, to World of Warcraft kind of situation, it still will make money. Oh, yeah. It just doesn't need to make Blizzard money. I mean, you don't have to be Blizzard money to be yeah. successful. 
And this is just another w- avenue for them to express the Skylanders brand. And mm-hmm. m- maybe it's an evolution, you know? I mean, this is yeah. clearly going to be cheaper to keep this game going than it will be to keep the car- the game itself going. So, Yeah. Yeah. So the game itself, trying to look here, is it's free to play. Is that correct? And you can get yes, some cards but with digitally. limited. Yeah, it's with it's free to play, but not to my understanding. It's not free to play like Hearthstone, where you could play forever. This is you play, you get a very basic deck, and you can kind of upgrade it. But it, it, to my understanding, you can't spend like in-game currency to buy packs. At least, but well, you know don't what? I'm going to correct that. you right here because according to Eric's article, you can spend. Oh, maybe I misread him. Never yes. mind. <laughs> Eric's super uh, smart and cool. Well then. Yeah. I got nothing. I to be fair, I read it, you know, kind of quick. Yeah, so that's that. Um, I don't play Skylanders. Anna doesn't play Skylanders, so I mean, it looks cool. Like opposed to Hearthstone, where you have these little minion things and ovals for the most part that sort of jump up and slam into each other. The Skylanders like do three D stuff when they're gonna attack, and it looks pretty cool. All that kind of stuff. So. So yeah. that's that. So uh, to to piggyback off that, did you see the announcement today that there's a Rabbids collect uh, trading card online trading card game? No, I did not. What is Rabbids? It is called Rabbids. You know, like Rayman and the Raving Rabbids, the oh, stupid oh. rabbits. It okay. is called Rabbids Heroes, and it's it's a mobile fantasy based trading card game being released by Ubisoft. Um. Right now, it's only available in Canada. That's an um, interesting choice. Well, I mean, <laughs> it's probably Ubisoft Montreal producing yeah, it. Yeah, I give you that. Um, and so, yeah, it's uh, there's a trailer. Uh, if you look on Rabbids Heroes on Facebook, there's there's a there's a Rabbids Heroes Facebook page. There's an announcement trailer. Um, wow, we have reached peak digital card game because now there's a Rabbids one and there's going to be a Elder Scrolls one and a Star Wars one and Plants vs. Zombies and a Plants vs. Zombies one and a Rabbids one and a Skylanders one I'm fairly confident there will not be a Disney themed one no Uh, you never know (laughs) oh you know what well I mean they could come out with one of their well you know there's already Star Wars so but they could totally do a Marvel one you know, yeah, for sure. Please, please don't, guys. Just, just don't. <laughs> just don't. Especially not with a traitorous Captain America. Please. Oh, it's so, I'm so mad. I'm so mad. It's just, but let's stop. Let's stop. I already spent my two minutes and thirty some odd seconds of um of our fearless leader's precious time. I do not want to offend anymore. Okay. Okay. Well, I wasn't offended. I wasn't offended. I mean. It's cool, you know. We're all comic book nerds too, you know. Some of us more than others, but you know, it works. Yeah, I like how she threw that in there, Linda. Does Archie? Does I like Archie how she threw that in Veronica there. Some of us more than others. Archie and Veronica, absolutely. All right, I, I can be one. Have a show. Do you know Archie's <laughs> going to have a show next year? Really? On, there's going to be an Archie show. I think it's on CW because everything's on CW. A live action Archie show. Oh yeah. my god, that's yeah, weird. That's a thing. <laughs> that yeah, it's so gonna be weird. I'm, I'm, I don't know for certain, but I'm pretty sure that it's not something you're gonna want to watch, Linda. <laughs> I don't think it's gonna be targeted at you. You'd be surprised how much CWI watch, though. Yeah, 
I like it. Okay, let's let's break this down. Which CW shows do you watch? Do you watch Arrow, Flash, and now Supergirl? And I Legends watch, of Tomorrow? I watch The 100. Uh, have, it's I have a little friends bit that really like that. Darker, yeah. sci-fi, post-apocalyptic. Okay. CW, CW Teenagers has evolved in love. a lot. What? <laughs> Sorry. CW has evolved a lot. Yeah. There, there, there's some good stuff on there, I think. Yeah. Kind of good. Uh, Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I figure Whatever. if I'm on the treadmill, I can watch whatever I want, right? Yes. True. Yes. Absolutely. That is true. 100%. <laughs> yes. You know, it's funny. Um, at the the YMCA, which is the gym that I go to work out occasionally, they have little TV monitors on like all of the, the machinery, the treadmill, the bikes, all the kind of stuff. And they're almost always set to Food Network. I'm like, what? Really? No, (laughs) that is wrong. I know that's the default. It's like Food Network. I'm just like, this is. Oh man, are you that one? That one poor bastard that's stuck working out while diners, drive-ins, and dives is on. (laughs) Oh my god, that's terrible. Just like running three miles on a treadmill while while that obnoxious dude with the frosted tips is like. Chowing down on like a triple bacon cheeseburger with chili on top. Oh, what like is swimming wrong with in people? a chocolate shake, and I'm just running right. like I hate your li- I hate you forever. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, that evoked an image in your head. Yes, right? it did. Like, it was very just, good. <laughs> yeah, very good. Because I'm a writer. That's what I do. <laughs> um. Okay, so, well, speaking of Stephen being a writer, he reviewed Overwatch yes. this week. Great, yes. great article, too. Very yeah, good. So, Overwatch is awesome, I, I assume, because Stephen says it is. Yeah. I haven't played it yet. Uh, but I one think of, trusting me is safe. Okay, yeah. okay, that's good to know. Um, but one of the things that's been kind of funny in relation to Overwatch, which is released by Blizzard, and Battleborn, which is a competitor, which is released by Gearbox, is these two have been making kind of funny jabs at each other throughout the month. So on Battleborn's release date, that was the date that the Overwatch beta started. And just recently, the Overwatch release date, all the Battleborn uh, price drops. They dropped to like 40 bucks instead of 60 uh, on the day that Overwatch was released. So these guys, they're funny. I wonder if they're going to do anything else. But one thing I do have to say is Blizzard did this awesome thing. Super kudos to their marketing department. They put gigantic action figures of Overwatch at different places around the world. And these things are huge. There's this guy on Twitter who found it like in Los Angeles, I think he said he was, and took a picture of it. And you can see this on our uh, story on Pixelkin, but the guy says for scale that he's six foot three and this thing is huge. Yeah. Like we're talking like probably eight feet or more. Um, but yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. The other thing that's really funny is that there's like fine print on the back of them, like there is on normal toys, not like <laughs> choking hazards and whatnot. But I have to read this because it's so funny. They say, it is impossible to choke on the figures due to their large size. (laughs) However, choking during an actual Overwatch match is possible and may result in last-minute defeats, shame, embarrassment, and public ridicule, courtesy of your peers. Prices and participation will not vary. The figures are priceless and participation is not possible. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty funny. Yeah, Yeah, super kudos to their marketing department there. 
Yeah. I hope whoever came up with that idea gets a big promotion. Um, yeah. So, so yeah. So let's switch gears here a little bit. So Linda went to a cool thing this weekend called Power of Play. Linda, why don't you tell us all about that and what you saw there? Well, it's put on by Washington Interactive Network. And so that's the industry group that, you know, for all the video game companies around here, there's a lot of them. And I went to three sessions, two on VR and one on Alpha Bear. They call it a postmortem. So um, it was just filled with developers who are trying to learn more about, you know, what's successful and what to look for. And, and um, but the VR stuff was so interesting because um, there's all these initiatives to help people who want to develop for VR now. And they're really trying to push that forward. So the woman, Anna Sweet from Oculus, who runs third-party development, was there. And she was on a couple of panels. And it was just really interesting um, how they're giving grants and stuff to VR developers to get just more content out there because they need to push that content out there and right and and the developers are kind of going but how do we actually distribute it you know the headsets aren't you know the systems aren't really out there and available widely and so it's kind of this chicken and egg thing but but yeah they're all talking about it and it's going to be really cool when it gets going yeah yeah so so alpha ver postmortem so I know that we both love Alpha Bear. Yeah. So what kind of things did we learn there? They were talking about how when they were developing Alpha Bear, um, you know, at first they didn't get the revenue stuff right. It took right, them right. a lot of like tweaking and figuring out what would get people to understand what the game was all about and get them to buy the honey and, you know, right. do all the things that where they could actually make money off the game. And um, it was really interesting to see what they tried and how it worked. And um, yeah, it was good. And then, yeah. um, oh, but the other thing I wanted to mention was um, there's this game. Have you guys heard of it? Gollum for the PlayStation VR? Hmm. Yes. No. Yeah, you've heard of it. Um, so there was a Vaguely, guy. I mean, the the guy who did the music for Halo. He's hmm. Marty something. He's a really famous um, industry uh, older guy. He's got this new company, and they're developing this um, kind of sword fighting game, actually, for VR. Hmm. And it's it's kind of interesting the the way they're dealing with the fact that in VR you can't really move around the room very much yet. Right. So there, the main character is um, paralyzed, and she's in her bed. And then wow. they're using that as kind of the way to explain why she can't move around that much. So it's yeah, it's going to be really cool. It's interesting. Yeah, that sounds awesome. I I mean um. That when you when you said that that premise just makes me think like if there's an application for that for like real people who are paralyzed yeah. or have disabilities in some way shape or form that can't move their arms and whatnot and yeah so, uh, I'm pretty excited yeah, about that yeah, yeah another way they're dealing with that is there's one called the climb I guess where you're um, climbing a mountain so you're not moving around you're you're kind of using your hands and feet to climb up probably uh-huh. just your hands i don't know but it, it looked like it'd be really cool so i in my story i put a couple of um trailers for those games that i'm looking forward to i think they'll be great to try out 
Yeah. Yeah, that sounds really, really cool. Yeah. Um, okay, so this is, isn't actually VR, but it's sort of VR related in that I totally expect myself to be extremely sick when I do actually yeah. play some <laughs> VR games. Um, but there's a, a new trailer for the next Mirror's Edge game, Mirror's Edge Catalyst. Mm-hmm. I did not play the first game, unfortunately, because that was because before I had a daughter and probably would not have gotten sick playing it. But I got a little queasy just watching this trailer, yeah. which is unfortunate. <laughs> Me too. I, um, yeah, I, I cannot do the first person thing, man. I've tried. It just, yeah. ugh, I pay I all day do, for it. Yeah, I can do shooter type stuff, but this, this is a little different. Like it's too much running and yeah. whatnot. It's funny though, because like, well, I guess I haven't actually tried to play Portal since I had Anna. Um, but that's probably the same type of thing. I probably would not be able to play that anymore. So I hope they don't make a sequel, which is a terrible <laughs> thing to say. I hope they don't make a sequel because I'm not going to be able to play it. I guess, unless I take a lot of Dramamine <laughs> beforehand. I was able to play Portal, and there's a most, yeah. most first-person games I can't play, but I, but there's like little enough moving, moving around where you're mm. doing more kind of shooting and puzzle yeah. solving that i was able to do that one but yeah, yeah. Uh. I, i'm so i'm super interested in mirror's edge and i'm just i'm just sad that just by watching that trailer there is no way i'm going <laughs> to be able to play that game steven have you played the mirror's edge i have not but i'm looking forward to mirror's edge catalyst um cool. it i mean it looks cool i am super fortunate and that I do not suffer from simulation sickness um, so I um, to, the, to the point where it's, it's difficult for me to even fathom like what other people go through um, <laughs> I guess I just have no empathy what am I going to do um, but it's have you ever at gotten my, seasick at least that's what my wife says Stephen? Um, no I don't you never get no. seasick or anything okay Come One out here time. and go salmon fishing, and then you'll go, you'll get seasick. I I don't know anyone oh. who hasn't. <laughs> okay, so how about this? Um, I don't want to go fishing, r- whether it would make me sick or not. <laughs> okay. Um, now that you're like, hey, and you get to puke. That's you're not selling it. I know, right? I'm really, well. I'm, I'm not selling it, am I? Too bad. And it's not like I would really want to eat it afterwards either. So oh, I don't know okay. that I would be. A, so I mean. It would be, you're, you're just, it's all around a bad plan. If you were like, hey, Steve, let's go get on a boat and, like, catch pizzas, I'd be like, okay, well, I'm down. Um, okay. And maybe that might be worth getting sick for, but for, uh, for uh, to catch food for other people, unless we were in some kind of, like, post-fall society, I don't know that I would do that. Okay, I get it. Never mind, but then. if the world had ended, I can tell you that for the two of you, I would get on a boat and puke to catch you fish so you could eat. <laughs> I would do that for you guys. <laughs> That's nice. Yeah. Isn't that the sweetest thing like, I've said? Yeah. <laughs> I was about to be all giving you a hard time because you're like, well, I don't get sick from anything. So. <laughs> no, I have no, I don't, I, I, my, my best friend is, he just recently, like through the PS2 and the PS3 era, he couldn't play um, any first person games. Anything like that made him just violently ill. It was not until the t- the tail end of the PS3 era, um, like the only one I think he could do is Skyrim. Mm. 
because it's mm-hmm. you know because it's like slower and but any you know you try to get him like Call of Duty Modern Warfare two or something and he's just yeah puking all over the place so I mean I yeah. get it and it's you know I'm fortunate that I don't have it and fortunately my kids are okay but I have another friend who can't do third person games where the camera can rotate while they're moving yeah um, that's tough. so for example like Dragon Age um, makes him violently ill. Hmm. Um, so it's which is super weird. World of Warcraft also makes him weird. He has to look at the floor when he's playing uh, in raids. Oh, yeah. Because otherwise he vomits. That's a yes, problem. I, yeah, I came to a part in Uncharted where you gotta drive a jeep like all over the place, like making quick turns and jumping over rocks and whatnot. And yeah, and falling off that cliffs, was giving me hard time. <laughs> I mean, it was a, it was a cool, you know, sort of segment because like eventually you had to jump from your Jeep to like another Jeep from the bad guys and you do it with like, um, like a grappling type hook and you're like hanging off the back of the Jeep while you're shooting and it's all very cool, like action movie ish, but it made me very sick, <laughs> fortunately. So the other thing that I have found too, is if I, the closer to the TV that I sit, the more that I get sick. I'm sure there is some type of scientific reason for that. But yeah, so I was sitting close to the TV the last time I was playing Uncharted because my controllers were dead, so I had to have them plugged in. And I got sick, like, even with the normal third-person gameplay, Hmm. which doesn't make me sick, like, ever. So so that was weird. So I know I need to stay back away from my TV, and in order to do that, I have to keep my controllers charged at all times. (laughs) So... Wow. That's that's my lesson from that. That is good to know for sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So around E3, we've got some cool uh, open to the public things happening. Unfortunately, one of these is gone already. That's E3 Live put on by the people who put on E3. It's going to be happening during E3. Unfortunately, all the tickets are sold out. They were sold out like so fast. Like before I wrote the story, I went to the site. I was like, I'm not even going to write the story if there are no no tickets. But when I wrote the story, I looked to the site and there were still tickets available for like the daytime slots. Uh, but like then everybody wrote about it and boom. Yeah. <laughs> They're all gone. Um, so so unfortunately, you can't get that. However, you can you can get into Xbox Fan Fest if you are willing to be in Los Angeles on Saturday, June the 11th at the Microsoft Store. So Fan Fest, I think we talked about before, it's this uh it's this thing you get into the Microsoft press briefing, you get a big bag of swag, you get to do some other cool stuff. Uh only available to 500 fans. So the full scoop is that you can line up at the Microsoft Store, which is at the Westfield Century City in Los Angeles, at Saturday, June 11th at 10 p.m. Then, oh, no. <laughs> I know. You got to go line up at, during the night. Credentials will be distributed to the first 500 line, fans in line, and then the tickets will be distributed to those people the next morning, Sunday at 11 a.m. So that's what you have to do to get in. But wow. if you get if you get one of those tickets, as mentioned, you get into the Microsoft press briefing on Monday morning, which, you know, they may or may not be announcing a new console, which you may or may not get a copy of based on my experience. <laughs> so, you know, it's a pretty big deal. Um, you get a custom built backpack full of gaming swag. I'm not sure what they mean by custom built. Like, is the backpack itself custom built or is the gaming swag? Custom? I don't know. Who knows? Um. 
an invite to a special Forza Motorsport event at the Peterson Automotive Museum on the afternoon of Monday, the June, Monday, June 13th, which is after the media briefing. And a can't-miss, quote-unquote, fan celebration event on the evening of Tuesday, June 14th at the Premier House at Regal LA Live. So, so that's some cool stuff. They still haven't said whether or not these people are actually going to be allowed to go to E3 itself. Hmm. Um, they, they still have a few things on their fact that's like, we'll give you more information at a later date. And one of those questions is, do I get into E3? And they're like, we're not telling you. So hmm. I would but, bet. Yes. You yeah. Think so it's I don't 500 know. people. I mean, if Microsoft yeah, can't get true. 500 random schmoes into E3, who, who do you yeah. got to know? Yeah. Well, last year, even E3 gave like tickets to distribute to whomever they want to the big exhibitors like nintendo got like i don't know a lot of mm-hmm. tickets like courtney and i actually got offered a ticket like two days before e3 <laughs> was happening from nintendo and we're like yeah no i guess we got to turn this down I'm not gonna fly to la in two days when i have a child so yeah yeah um but a similar type thing nintendo is offering people the chance to get hands-on Legend of Zelda Wii U to, again, 500 lucky fans during the week of E3. And this is on the opposite side of the country. So you'll be signing up at the Nintendo store in Rockefeller Center in New York City at 9 a.m. on June 11th. Again, it's the 500 people, first come, first served. And then from June 14th through the 19th, those people will get to try out the game themselves. And then that, well, that happens after the Nintendo Treehouse live from E3 uh, streaming, streaming bits that we're all looking forward to seeing. Yeah. As we mentioned before, will be Zelda, 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 and only Zelda. Um, so, yeah. <clears throat> so the Nintendo store in New York City is actually really cool. I've been there once. Have you guys been there? No. Oh, it's really yeah, awesome. I, I went yeah. with my <clears throat> I went with my son to um we actually went to go sign the 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 book for uh President Iwata. <clears throat> so we went and we signed the book and you know I brought you know, we did all sorts of cool stuff. It was the same. It was actually the same day that I went and we uh, did a preview event for the new Guitar Hero. So we just kind of put it all together. Um, but yeah, it's super awesome. And they've done a redesign within the last handful of months. Um, oh, wow. So it doesn't look like what either of us probably remember. Um, That's true. And I'm sure for the week of E3, it's going to be all Zelda all the time. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. I was less. What? Well. It was only there one. I've been to New York a few times, but I only went to the Nintendo store once, and that was before Anna was born. So, yeah, it's been a few years. It's definitely updated since then. Yes. They have the, but I did get to see the Game Boy that was brought to the uh, the first Iraq War. They got blown up. Oh, oh that's wow. legend. It's legendary. Yes. Wow. And it still works. It still works. Really? Wow. wow. That's pretty impressive. Yeah. 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 Uh, it's melted all to hell, but you can still see the <laughs> the, the start screen. Wow. Mm. Um, so we were talking about Uncharted just a little bit, <clears throat> a little few minutes ago. So <laughs> Uncharted, the, the latest game, Uncharted 4, has sold over 2.7 million copies just in its first week. 
And that includes both physical and digital sales. So two weeks. Two weeks. It was two sure. weeks. Okay. Anyhow, that's a lot of copies of games. Yes. <laughs> Regardless of whether it was a week or two weeks. Yes, so, it is. Yeah, it's awesome. Uh, I highly recommend the game if you have a PS4. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge, Steven. <laughs> Anyhow, yeah, you got to rub um, it in, don't you? You just got to rub it in. <laughs> um, yeah, so so that's that's a lot of of copies. I wonder how that is ranking or will rank uh, at the end of the year as far as the big sellers. So, well, I mean, it's going to have a long tail. That game's going to be selling from now mm-hmm. until Christmas. So, mm-hmm. <clears throat> I mean, it's not going to be Grand Theft Auto money, but yeah, it's a PlayStation Four exclusive. It's gonna. I, I can't imagine it's not going to chart on the NPD for the next five months. Yeah. All right, so are we out of news already? Steven, I'm sure you have some news. You always have news to bring up. I always do, and (laughs) so bring up something, and here she is giving me orders. Um, (laughs) So the only piece of news that I have, other than the fact that I was super excited about Rabbids Heroes for no reason whatsoever, (laughs) um, was um, I Am Setsuna, the... um, Tokyo RPG Factory role-playing game that is being billed as the next Chrono Trigger um, has a new story trailer. Uh, I posted an article about it with a link to that with actually an embedded video of that trailer. Um, I am... I was uh, so here is my roller coaster of emotions. When I knew the game was going to be a thing, I got really excited. Then I played it at PAX and I was like, they don't have feet because the character models don't have feet. They end in like little points. Um, And I was like, they don't have feet. This is like really weirding me out because, you know, from an artistic standpoint, Chrono Trigger has some of the best pixel art in history. Mm -hmm. Um, It was a, are either, did either of you play Chrono Trigger back in the, back in the day? I think I may have played it for a half hour. Are you familiar with Linda? Are you familiar with what I'm talking about? Clearly, yeah, my son was okay. a big fan of that game. Okay. all that so, Chrono stuff. All right, so I'm speaking alone here, and that's no, that's totally fine. Yeah. Um, Chrono Trigger, arguably one of the best games of all time. Yeah. Arguably, I understand. I'm not picking fights here. Arguably one of the best. Arguably, probably the best golden age, uh, golden era role playing game from the SNES era. And they're basically trying to re like kind of rekindle some of that, um, excitement. I was really excited then, like, they don't have feet, so I wasn't all that excited. And now <laughs> I see the trailer and the story, and I'm kind of like 75% of the way there, which means I'm gonna play it. And, um, I'm at this point, cautiously optimistic because the story looks cool and very hopeful um just because you know i i like the idea of square going back to its roots um and but i understand that square enix proper can't do that that's you know why final fantasy 15 is an action role-playing game but buying another studio and having them do the work sounds like a perfect idea so i want it to be very successful so that they will then go and give me more jrpgs to play just give me more Mm-hmm. Uh, I just want yes. more. Feed me the JRPG. So, have they added feet, or are they staying? Nope, they have points. not added feet. Um, they're just points. You know what? If you look at the trailer, you can see the characters move around. It is um, 
I, oh, I think it is an me. odd. <laughs> it's an odd character. Just de- like it's an odd design decision. I'm. You got to look at it. Um, okay. I, I mean, okay. they don't have feet. They don't have feet, and um, I. That's all I got. They don't have feet. But I, I am, and that really bugged me when I played it at PAX. Um, I really, um, and I don't know why it really bugged me. Like really, like I'm not trying to be ableist or anything. Like because these are dudes walking around. They they have feet in the game world. Just the designs are they end in little spindles. Um, they definitely <laughs> skipped leg day. Is really what it looks like. Um, and you're not supposed to skip leg day. Um, apparently. So and it, it just now I'm fine. I'm I'm a little bit over that, and now I I just really wanted to make money so that mm. Square will just keep doing it because it sounds like just to just to have a company put out another JRPG every year that's based on like simpler graphics but a cool story. I'm fine with it. Okay, yeah. that's cool. So I did find some more news. So Origin Access, which is EA subscription service this one is for pc sort of like the ea access on xbox one they've got some cool stuff coming to their service this month including the entire mass effect trilogy which is super super cool if you've played those and have enjoyed them unlike steven uh mass effect is awesome <laughs> but we had wow. this conversation before <laughs> wow shots fired it's okay carry on carry on i will remember this okay um uh it's awesome that they have this many bioware games dragon age inquisitions already there um so so yeah so if you uh cheap subscription it's like 4.99 a month that's what ea access is too i think right steven yep it's five bucks or thirty dollars a year if you own an Xbox One and have even a vague interest in electronic arts games, it's yeah. worth every penny. And I think it's getting better as the vault grows. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, check out Mass Effect. Uh, and that's for PC. I pretty much, if you, if you want to buy or play any EA game online on PC, you have to be a member of Origin. So, you probably already are. <laughs> so. Uh, you just gotta cough up the extra cash to be able to play these games. So another thing that's happening is a bunch of PlayStation Three games are on sale right now, and the PlayStation Four, some of them as low as ten bucks, and just a little bit of those. Uncharted Two, the Game of Year Edition, is nine ninety nine. Last of Us, nine ninety nine. God of War HD, nine ninety nine. Ratchet and Clank, the original. Ratchet and Clank Future, A Crack in Time, Call of Duty 4, Modern Warfare Bundle, that's $19.99. Little Big Planet is $19.99. I don't, I don't know. Wow. Little Pl- Big Planet is more expensive than the other ones. I got, I'm not a Sony marketing person, so I don't know. Uh, Grand Theft Auto 5 with a cash card bundle. I don't know what that is because I didn't play GTA 5. That's 30 bucks, and Red Dead Redemption, 30 bucks. So... That's lots of PlayStation 3 really, really good games on sale for very, very cheap. So you should definitely check that out if you have a PS3 or have not upgraded to a PS4 as of yet. Yeah, if you haven't played The Last of Us, Uh, um, you know what? I actually. Not appropriate for. What? (laughs) I know. There it comes. There it comes. I have wanted to for an extremely long time. Okay, well, then you'll get there. 
it'll be around there it'll be it'll be there forever so here you if you have okay so let me how about this caveat if you have not played it and do not have a reasonable excuse (laughs) (laughs) i do have a reasonable excuse it came out like when anna was like a baby and any of you out there who have baby babies or can remember what it's like to have baby babies you don't play games when you have a baby baby (laughs) okay just doesn't work to be fair (laughs) <laughs> I was the uh, I just want to be clear I was the paladin class lead in my uh, World of Warcraft uh, guild um, uh-huh. shout out to Legacy of the Illuminati um, <laughs> the um, yeah I don't know why that's what they called themselves it was yeah. dumb but whatever L- <laughs> the L-O-T-I is what we referred to ourselves I think it's end. great <laughs> um, but so the uh, but I would so this is what I would do I would have an, I, I stopped by the time my second child was born uh-huh. Because I realized that it was really stupid, but this is what I did. Um, I would, you know, how they have like those little, uh, like the 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 boomerang shaped pillows. Mm-hmm. Yes. So what I would do is the I would boppy. sit at my computer. The boppy, yeah, I would boppy. rock the boppy <laughs> on like my lap the other way. So like I was just the other side of the donut, which makes sense because I'm vaguely marshmallow shaped. Um, <laughs> and so I would put him. On one side, and what I would do is, I was a paladin healer, which I don't, I, I don't know if you guys played World of Warcraft, but yeah. I, in vanilla World of Warcraft, um, you could pretty much use one button, and so I would map that button to an extra button on my mouse, and I mapped push Smart. to talk to another button on my mouse, and if you bo- click both buttons on your mouse, you can go forward. And then you can run. So I would raid with no problems while holding a bottle in my child's mouth. And it didn't even <laughs> like legit. It gave my wife a break. He ate right. and had, and then he would fall asleep and just chill there. And I was just sitting in a chair for four hours at a time. Um, he rolled through molten core like a crazy man. Now, the best part is eventually I would put him <laughs> in those little front carrier backpack things, like yeah. facing forward. And so eventually he got old enough that he could like jam on the keys. And so occasionally I would just let him jam on the keys and they'd be like, oh my God, it's a baby. Yay. Oh. And, and they would all, everyone would get excited because he was playing. And then there was this one time. This is total, like, I'm just going to go there. Um, What I did is I bound every key on my keyboard to my flash heal, which was my (laughs) most efficient spell. And I let him do all my work. And so he would, like, jam on the keys and, like, heal guys. And then I would walk around. And now if I walk while he hits the keys... You can't cast spells while you're walking. So I would like by nature just shut him off. And then but every time I stood still, he would just go and I would and it was all keyed to a macro because back in the day you could have a setup so that it would target your healing spell at whoever needed the healing. Yeah. <laughs> so it was the most stupid thing ever <laughs> because I basically healed a raid with a nine month old. Just that like is wow. hilarious. Oh, my God. Yeah. And, yeah, and wow. my dwarf was in a dress. It was the best. It was the best. <laughs> I was yeah, stealing mage gear was the best way to do it. It's just how I roll. <laughs> I was gonna say sorry to all the mages that you could not play in the middle of the night when you were nursing, but I think you might have just proved me wrong, Stephen. Uh, you know, <laughs> um, you, no, no, you no, could no. bottle it's, feed. It's a little different. Uh, it's a, you can yeah, bottle. I mean, I know, but yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I don't have firsthand experience with the nursing thing, obviously, <laughs> but um, I don't think that it's, I don't think that's a thing. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, no, I, I didn't play games like at all. I was just mostly just exhausted for the most part. Yeah. But we do have a picture. My husband used to do this thing where you sit on the couch with a controller in his hand, just propping Anna like inside one of his arms just sort of propped uh, in his the inside of his elbow and just, you know, use the controller that way. She did. I mean, that didn't last for very long because she grew very quickly. Um, but yeah, she used to be super content just doing that with him. Yeah. You know, he was always like, hey, you know, no big deal. Everybody's happy. Thing. This having a baby thing is whatever. <laughs> I'm like, shut up. <laughs> So. Yeah, that's yeah. the secret is that we may have it easier but we're not supposed to say it <laughs> like he's supposed to shut up like this is one of that's like the uns- unspoken dad rule is you're not supposed to talk about that um because then you get in trouble and no one wants to get in trouble yeah i mean i'm just being yeah. real advice to all the dads to be um you will have it easier <laughs> just shut up just do, just do, just do your thing don't be just don't be stupid about it because then you will be made to pay. Trust me. <laughs> Even if your wife or girlfriend is super duper nice, I appreciate that. They they must be nice. You had a child with them. However, <laughs> baby changes the entire situation. Hmm. Yes. You don't even know. Am lack, I wrong? Lack of sleep. No, you're not wrong at all. Lack of definitely. sleep. I mean, I definitely yeah. do wrong occasionally. This is one where I'm right. Dads. Yes. To be don't open your mouth. So your son, your uh, your husband there, he uh, he messed that one up, but that's all right. <laughs> we're all rookies once. Yes. Rookie yes. mistake. I've done this three times, guys. For real. Yeah. One, two, three times. Wow. It's scary. It's, yeah, I know. And it's hard to believe I found a woman that never mind. It's just, I'm just, I was about to make fun of myself. Um, yeah, you know what? I shouldn't say I didn't play games. I did play The Sims, although technically that was work for me at the time because I was working for The Sims official magazine. Because she took decent naps, like in the afternoon, she would take a three to four hour nap, which was really cool. Oh man, that's Sims, brutal. Play The Sims. I know. She, um, she was always a good sleeper. I can't complain about that at all. Four months old, sleeping through the night. She had a, a drawback in, uh, about six months old where she woke up like once during the night, but that only lasted for like a month. And then she was back to all during the night. So you were so lucky. I I know. (laughs) I can't complain about that at all. She was, she's a really good baby until she stopped taking naps. Well, but then she was a toddler and that's a whole different stage of life. (laughs) Yeah. For real. For real. I have a three-nager. Um, and it's been difficult. Well, I mean, Linda, you listened to my story from the yes, other night. I did. Um, oh, and so did man. all the listeners. I mean, it's yeah. it's and it's not getting any better. Um, yeah, it's it's been an it's really? been an adventure. Yeah, I mean, kids are kids kids are jerks. That's it. I mean, it's fine. <laughs> they go I through mean, stages where they're jerks, and then they're not. Okay, for a while. I guess. It, then they are. Well, you're you're a, you're a mom and you're nice and you're supposed to say stuff like that. Like <laughs> kids are jerks. Like I'm. This is my role is to just be like they're jerks. We were all jerks at one point or another. <laughs> I know I was. True. If you ask my wife, I still am. So I mean, it's fair. <laughs> oh wow. So video games. We were going to talk about. Uh, uh, we were going to talk about Battleborn versus Overwatch at some point, and yeah, I was really did. excited. Yeah. Let, let's finish the already? news. 
Oh, that's all the news that I've got. I well, what I was going to talk about is how they were crazy just jabbing at each other. But did you have something else to say? I do, in fact, have some stuff to say um, about these two games. So uh, because I have played both of them. Mm. Um, so they're really what's interesting is these games are not the same. Mm. Like they're not. Um, it's it, this is Overwatch is a new skin on Team Fortress 2. It's like Team Fortress 2 meets the Avengers. Hmm. Right? Um, Battleborn is Borderlands on speed because they just, like, got really creative and made, like, lots of dudes. But it's, at the end of the day, it's Borderlands in that Hmm. Uh. it's character-based. The characters are interesting. They play in the same. I mean, the art style is different, obviously. Um, Although I really wish that it wasn't. I don't know why they didn't just ape on Borderlands art style because it's amazing. But the games are not the same. They get, they get, they've been lumped together by like the media and a lot of gamers that haven't really played them both. Um, and I, and I think part of that's because of the competition between the two of them. But outside of the fact that they are both games that involve guns and, dudes that are you know games with lots of different heroes they're really not that similar um and i think that there is room for battleborn to succeed now battleborn is getting crushed right now um steam numbers this was published the other day Uh, i forget who published it i think it might have been polygon they do everything but um on steam there were twice as many people playing borderlands 2 as there were playing battleborn oh wow Hmm. um I don't know. I'm not like a numbers guy, but like that sounds bad. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but with that said, granted, Borderlands has a big multiplayer community and mm. it's been out for a very long time. So, I mean, we know that there are some people that like really get down with their games and stick with them. So, um, yeah, I, mean, I have heck- friends who play Borderlands 2 all the time. Like that's their thing. Mm. So I'm not surprised about that. I mean, it's a great. I mean, sure. I mean, so I, maybe I'm just out of, uh, you know, missing something, but the, um, but that, that doesn't bode well for it. With that said, I think the price cut and the fact that this game, I mean, 2K is not just going to abandon this thing. I believe right. Overwatch is going to dominate the conversation for a very long time. It's a Blizzard game. It's going to be an eSport. It's going to be huge. Um, and it should because it is amazing. However, I think eventually Battleborn is going to be this game that is going to do is going to have a long tail. Mm-hmm. Um, because if the price is down, eventually it'll be, you know, it's probably going to go down even further. And this is one of those games that people are going to pick up and because it's not bad. Yeah. It's just if people are choosing one hero shooter, quote unquote, which doesn't even mean anything, they're going to pick the Blizzard one that everybody's talking about and with giant action figures all over the place. So <laughs> I think that that's, you know, like they should ha- what they should have done was either just rush it out the door earlier and you know or waited because putting it out in competition with overwatch did not serve them well with that said Mm -hmm. i think it's just going to have a they're they're, they can release some kind of content patch in a game of the year edition this holiday and you know what forty dollars you know twenty dollars thirty dollars i i mean i'm looking forward to buying it this fall because i did enjoy it um and i so I think that that's something that's worth mentioning is that the two companies were batting at each other because 
you know, Gearbox is kind of cocky because of yeah. the success of Borderlands. Um, they just had no idea what they were getting into. They started, you know, throwing punches at Blizzard and like, really, dude, you don't throw punches at Blizzard. <laughs> yeah, they, they're they're freaking Blizzard. Yeah. Um, and they've got a future in the games development industry. Like I said, <laughs> I think I think they got I think those kids, them scrappy kids, they got potential. Yeah. <laughs> Right. Yeah, I just remember now that I sent that email with that as a potential topic. It just completely blew past my mind. Um, but I'm curious to see, and this game, unfortunately, has just fallen apart and it's not going very well. It's gigantic. I played Gigantic at PAX Prime and I loved Gigantic. I thought it was super fun. It has had some really crazy development issues, but they just signed a deal with the company. I don't remember the company's name. The company that does Star Trek Online, and so they're kind of tapping into their expertise and resources about online games so that hopefully things will go better for them. And then now they're also going to be on more platforms that don't just yeah. have to be Xbox One, mm-hmm. Windows 10, which is what it was before. So uh, so hopefully that will pick up. Like I said, I played that game at PAX and I had a lot, a lot of fun with it. I'm really hoping... But, I mean, it's probably good for them in the end because they're not co- competing against Blizzard. or. Well, that's a MOBA. I mean, that's a yes. MOBA. It's a yeah. straight-up MOBA. You know, this, so I don't think that Gigantic was going to get caught up in this mess. Because Gigantic is going to compete with Smite. And it's going to compete with Heroes of yeah. the Storm. And it's going to compete with League. Like, it's in a different realm. Um, yeah. You know, and I and I mean that. I'm not, I'm not saying that in a pejorative way. I mm-hmm. ev- everything I've seen of Gigantic, I actually sat with my son and we were looking at gameplay videos of it. I love the character designs. I love the aesthetic. Um, it's very simple. It's very streamlined. Um, and I love the you know just kind of the, the explosions with the different moves and all the sparks yeah. and it looks super rad. And I love the concept, right? That you're going yeah. to fight your opponent's gigantic yes. <laughs> monster. Yes. So like, I love that. Can't, and I want it to succeed. I just don't think we need to put it in the same conversation as these two, these because they're different. Yeah. Um, it's a MOBA. Um, I think the other the the other one that that is impossible to not talk about is Paragon. Um, from Epic. Oh, right. Yeah. For PS4. Um, that I've spoken to some folks. Um, specifically uh, Julian Murdoch. Um, who is uh, part of Games with Jobs? He has been, a, you know, he bought into their beta, um, and has loved every minute of it. Um, and you know, MOBAs are one of those games that they can start slow and roll in. Um, and it's a MOBA. I mean, really, MOBAs are kind of a weird space because there's only so much room. Um, but I mean, man, these games. There's just so many good games. There's too many good games. Too many. I haven't played Smite in like three months, and I just hate myself because they keep announcing new gods, and I'm like, I won't, I won't play as that guy. I won't play as the, the like, I won't play as that guy. Oh, I won't play. Like, I just, I just, and I, it, I haven't played in three months, and I miss, I, I actually miss it. But then I yeah. load it up, and I'm like, I don't even know what I'm doing anymore because mm. there's all these new gods that have all these new superpowers. I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. Uh, yeah, it's a problem. Maybe I'm just bad at video games. That's a possibility. (laughs) All right. um, I think we're going to transition then into what we've been playing. As noted, Steven wrote a review of Overwatch for us, so I can only assume that he has, in fact, been playing Overwatch. 
Yo, guys, Overwatch is so good. <laughs> it's so good. Okay, yeah, I played a lot of Overwatch. Um, but my here's my recommendation. Um, the review is up on Pixelkin.org, and uh, I recommend that you read it because I worked hard and um. My boss over here, who I pointed at her in a Skype chat, and none of you can see that, um, <laughs> Nicole worked hard editing it and kind of massaging it to actually uh, make it presentable for the public. So, um, <clears throat> so I recommend that you head on over there, give them some, I think the words that the, the kids call it is clicks with a Z. So give them some clicks, um, because then maybe they'll let me write for their site more frequently, and I would like that. So um, I'll spare you the point. Um, it's really freaking good. It's getting widely positive reviews everywhere I can possibly imagine. I didn't put a score on it, but if I could put a score on it, it would be obnoxiously high, like not a 10, but it would be like a 9,000. I would Dragon Ball Z it. This thing is <laughs> so good. It's going to be good forever. Um, the lore is good. The stories are good. Every character is amazing. Um, I have never played a multiplayer game where I have played every single class and every single one of them felt overpowered. Mm-hmm. And I think that that is super cool because every time I was doing a thing, I was like, oh, man, Tracer's so cool. I'm so fast. I'm all over the place. And then I'm like, oh, let me go be Reinhardt, the crazy robot looking dude with like a shield in front of him. And I'm like, I'm completely indestructible. <laughs> Everybody is so amazing. that they're, they're all so overpowered that it's balanced. And I love it. I felt like a true superhero. Even when I was dying, you know, my KD ratio was off was awful i'm terrible at the game this is the thing that's worth noting i am awful at this game and i still loved every minute of it cool um because you don't spend much time dying but there is another game i want to talk about all right go for it i played some doom this weekend oh, oh wow nice how was now that? let me tell you about doom um it's re- all right. So I'm going to this description is not going to it's going to sound like it doesn't match my description. So I'm going to start it good. The game is really good, at least the single player. If you remember Doom from back in the day and you gave a crap about Doom back in the day, get it on a red box or something. That's what I did. I didn't buy. It. I'm going to buy it when it's 20 bucks on Black Friday because that's what will happen. Um, yeah. But I, I, I'm, <laughs> I, I can't even put into words how powerful and brutal I felt through the entire time I played. I did not finish the game. Um, you know, I played for about six, seven hours. The game is long. Um, but I just felt like, because the idea is there's no regenerating health. There's no shields. The only way to regenerate health is to either find health pickups in the environment or if you melee kill dudes with this glory kill system, you get a health boost. Mm. So you have to just run around shooting guys until they're stunned and then rip their jaws off. Um, this is not a game to play with children around. No. Um, it is horrifically <laughs> violent. But if you've ever been like, you know what? I feel like going into the depths of hell and, and um, ripping the jaw off a skeleton with two rocket launchers on its shoulders, <laughs> then Doom is literally the game for you. Um, it was so good. Wow. Just don't bother with the multiplayer. Play Overwatch. Cool. 
Cool. Linda, what have you been playing? Well, I want to talk about one game and two events because okay. last weekend I went to um, EMP opening party for the Star Trek, the new Star Trek uh, exhibit. Yes, I saw an ad for that and I was like, I bet Linda. Oh, there. man. I had a whole <laughs> bunch of wine and a whole bunch of fun at that thing. <laughs> um, yeah, Brent Spiner and Denise Crosby were there and the Star Trek exhibit they have there is really cool. So I totally recommend that. Um, and then this coming weekend, I'm going to LA for SciFest, which is a oh, cool. science fiction play festival that um, a friend of mine got me interested in. Um, David Dean Bottrell. He's an actor and he creates this science fiction play festival every year and a lot of Star Trek actors act in it. So cool. it's really fun to see him on stage since I'm such a Trekkie that I am. Um, and then I played Quantum Break a little bit. Oh, cool. Um, which was fun. It's this kind of hybrid uh TV show video game. So there's actually segments in it that are that are actually, you know, TV show episodes. And um, Sean Ashmore is in it. He was in um, Warehouse 13. And no, wait, I've got him mixed up with his brother. His brother's Aaron <laughs> Ashmore. They're twins. Um, <laughs> well, that makes, I think that's a little uh, more acceptable. <laughs> okay. Sean Ashmore was in X-Men. Uh, and, and then the villain is Aiden Gillen, who is in Game of Thrones. Oh, Littlefinger. Yes. Our friend yes. Littlefinger from Game of Thrones. So. Wow. He's going to be cast as a villain all the time now. <laughs> yeah, like. he's a good villain. He's scary he and creepy and stuff. So, yeah, but that's that's a pretty good game. It's a little gimmicky, I guess, but um, I don't mind that. It's pretty fun. I, st I started playing that, and that's what it honestly made me sick. I don't know if I was just sort of sick that day. But it made Did me, it? it made me sick, and I was looking up like some information on it because I'm like, this is third person. Why is this making me sick? And there's this thing called head bob, in which the oh. camera will move up and down as your character walks, and apparently this game has that, and that was that was the problem. And it wasn't interesting enough to me to sort of get over that hump. So I'm like, whatever. Yeah. Bye. Next okay. game. <laughs> I think on so. some games you can turn off the head bob, but. Maybe you can, a, and I yeah. looked in the options and all that good stuff, but you there, wasn't, okay. there wasn't an option. Yeah. So, and yeah. I got limited time, so if a game's making me, yeah. especially at the beginning, I'm just like, whatever, Yeah, I'm done. Yeah, um, of course. And then, so for me, uh, actually the only thing that I played is Hearthstone. I played like 15 minutes of Uncharted last night, but that was about it. Um, but yeah. Hearthstone is going pretty cool. My husband, like, you, usually I take a hero and I just play that hero until I get the gold version, which is 500 wins in ranked play. But my husband, we were playing against each other and he has this shaman deck that was just, just knocking me out, like, quickly. And so he gave, you know, he told me how to put together the shaman deck and it knocks people out pretty quickly and I'm enjoying that. All right. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's, um, yeah, it's cool. Um, you know, my husband's like, oh, it's totally OP. They're probably going to nerf stuff, so you should play it now while you can. And he's like, yeah, they nerfed the Warsong Commander. I'm like, yeah, but it took them like two years to do that. So, you know, this deck uh, may be yeah, okay but, for a while. But now they've had a taste of it. Now they've had a taste yes, of the nerfs. Yeah. They've yes. had a taste. This was, you know, they were hesitant. Now they're, I would not be surprised. 
Especially if it becomes degenerate in their tournament scene. Yeah, yeah, that's true. The tournament has been going on every time I launch um, Battle.net. It's always like, watch live the Hearthstone Championships, which I haven't done as of yet because of I launch Battle.net. I'm like, well, I'm here to play. I'm not here to watch. I don't have that much time. So anyhow. Yeah. Um, so so that's me. And I think that's going to wrap it up for this week. But thanks so much for listening. Linda and I work for Pixelkin. Pixelkin is a video site for gamers with kids. You can find us on Facebook, simply Pixelkin. You can find us on Twitter at Pixelkin underscore org. Uh, you can find me personally on Twitter at Nicole Tanner. And you can find Linda personally on Twitter at Lydia Storm. Did I get that right, Linda? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Steven, as noted at the top of the show, is editor and founder of Engage Family Gaming. And he's got lots of cool stuff going on, too. Steven, where can we find you on the interwebs? Thanks, Nicole. So, um, as stated before, I am the editor-in-chief of EngageFamilyGaming.com. We're a website on the internet, just like them, only we do board games, too. It's cool. You can find us on Facebook. Search Engage Family Gaming. You can find us on Twitter. That's at EF Gaming. It's almost like we have a theme. Um, we also have another podcast that I am on every week. We alternate video games and board games. Nicole's been on it once. Linda's going to be on it eventually. She just doesn't know it yet. And um, it's board game week this week, which is super exciting. That podcast is called Engage, a family gaming podcast. And the thing that I recommend that everybody do is join the fun at engagefamilygaming.com slash community. That's our Facebook community. We're almost 100 people strong, just a bunch of nerdy parents talking about various things like nerd weddings and <laughs> uh, like we've, you know, some memes yes. and we had some discussions about Overwatch and I had someone correct me because there was an error in my Overwatch review. Oh. And so, yeah, it's all it's, uh, you know, it's all it, it's it's all fun. So yes. head on over there. It join yeah. it. It's growing and we're having a lot of fun. So thank you for letting me plug all my junk, Nicole. Yeah, no problem. I just wanted to say, too, that the EF gaming community, I got to participate in that discussion about nerdy weddings, of which I was very proud. Yeah. Um, this, because we named all the tables at our wedding after our favorite games. So, And also little place cards we had. We put little like icons on them so people would so the waiters would know if people ordered the chicken or the fish or the whatnot and i grabbed all of those icons from harvest moon so i don't <laughs> think most people most people do uh, that but yeah that's what i do that's a that's among the, that's a, among the nerdiest things i have heard <laughs> yes. in a long time and i uh i larp so i'm right. just being real I, I i put on elf ears on the weekend so <laughs> Nicole, uh, did you see yeah. in my story about Anna Sweet, she said she wanted a VR version of Harvest Moon? No, I didn't yes. see that. She's, that the, she's the head so of the whole thing, and she wants it. That sounds like work. <laughs> like, I mean, yeah. you know, VR Harvest Moon, doesn't that just sound like work? No, she, she's of. into it. She's yeah. really into it. I, just like Nicole. I don't know. You know, the game itself sounds like work, just like The Sims sounds super boring. But you know what? <laughs> Those games work. Yeah. So what can yeah. I say? Yep. Uh, okay. Thanks for listening, everybody. And we will be back with you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.